Well, all right, all right, all right. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? How are you? I'm fine. Hey, hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. It's me. It's Jake, Jake Johansson. I'm back for episode 47 of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. Ah, it's me and it's you. We're together again. This is nice. It is nice to be together, just the two of us. Well, there's probably a few more than just the two of us, but uh, that... That's my secret. That's my secret, how many of us there are. There's a lot. And when we finally decide that we've had enough, things are going to change. Well, I mean, that's just pretty true. When we finally decide, enough of us have finally decided we've had enough, things are going to change. And uh, that hasn't happened so far, (laughs) as you can see, by the fact that things have not changed a whole lot since last week. But I'll tell you something that has changed. I, I have been up to San Francisco and had a great time at the Punchline with a lot of people who came out to see the show. Some listeners of the podcast were there, and uh, we all enjoyed ourselves. And Dr. Jim Raines was in attendance, and uh, good times were had. I had a good time, and so I'm saying thank you to everybody who came out uh, to those shows. And uh, if you didn't, uh, because you live in Tampa and you can't get to San Francisco, guess what? That's where I'm going this week. Let's get on with the where I'm going. Uh, this week... June 6 through 9, I will be in Tampa, Florida at Side Splitters Comedy Club at 12938 Northdale Mabry Highway. I'd love that address, and that's why I keep repeating it. Uh, so come see me at Side Splitters this weekend. Uh, I believe that's 6, 7, 8, 9, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week. Mm. And then the next weekend, June 14 through 16, I'll be at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles, California, <laughs> opening up for Barry Manilow. So uh, that's a chance to see both of us. One of the rare chances in my career. I did a few dates with him last year, and I had a great time. And I'm super excited to see his show and to do my show right before his show. Actually, we're in the same show. It's all part of the same show that weekend. Barry Manilow and I will be doing some shows together. Great. And then uh, I'm going to uh, Gotham Comedy Club in New York City, according to my website. But uh, I've got to get in touch with their website to make sure that that's happening. And then I'm also coming up to Indianapolis and Washington, D.C. I'm going to Fort Lauderdale and up to Seattle at Laughs Comedy Club and Acme in Minneapolis and back to the Comedy Works in Denver, Zany, Chicago. Oh, I'm going to be a lot of places. And you can check out all of those places that I'm going to be on my website, jakethis.com. And special thank you to one of the listeners. I think it was one of the listeners. Um, it was or one of the websiters who emailed me about that Gotham date, so I'm looking into that to make sure that that's actually happening. It could be uh, uh, they didn't write it down on their thing to put on their website list of things to do. I know that's happened to me, but I don't uh, associate that kind of slip-up with a comedy club. Lord knows those are run by some top-notch geniuses who are Johnny on the spot and uh, Jerry on the uh, Jerry on the job. So good for them, good for me. I'm going to figure that out. I look forward to seeing you out in public at the Comedy Club where we have a good time. We leave our houses in order to have a good time. I know you can have a good time in your house. If you're in your house right now, I'm hoping you're having a good time. If you're at the gym, as always, crank it up. And uh, if you're just eating a big bowl of ice cream, hey, who am I to judge? Enjoy yourself. You only live once, right? It's ice cream time. Um, hey, speaking of ice cream time, speaking of good times, I, di- I didn't have ice cream with Nigel this week, but we did sit down and uh, talk in uh, my office room, <laughs> this place where I'm speaking to you now. It's about two, three people is the maximum amount of people you can fit in here. Um, you could get four people. I mean, as a stunt, you could probably get 30 people in here, but none of them would be happy. Uh, so let's get on with the show. Let me now... Uh, start the conversation that Nigel and I had, and you can listen to that and see see how you like it. Well, see how you like it. I'm assuming you know you're going to like it. You've listened to the podcast before. There could be some new listeners. Hey, welcome. Welcome, new listeners. It's me, Jake, and this is this is what it's like. Okay. Uh, well, I... I drank too much again. Weekend. Again, what happened with your drinking? Happening. I went. My buddy had a. Let's talk night. about your drinking, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. I feel like we shouldn't. 
It's my first instinct. Is don't, wait, <laughs> don't talk about it. Are you going to open the door and a bunch of my friends and family are going to come in? Yeah, this is, is a, It's actually the podcast <laughs> is now a reality show. We've got a... It's intervention cast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I was just talking to you last week when you had been to Costco. Was that on the show? I can't remember what's yeah, on the show. Yeah, we talked about because I went there for... It was pre... It was getting ready for the barbecue, and the barbecue has since happened. But you got the gallon. I was confused because you said that they sell now a gallon of margarita. Yeah, already done. And it's already mixed. The tequila's already in there. Yeah. I see my instinct would be to add tequila to that just because I don't feel like they, usually with drinks, I don't feel like at a bar they make them as strong as they should because... They're trying to save money on alcohol when in reality it's like, look, I, I don't, it's not like I'm cheap. I'll pay you more for a drink that, you know, I don't, how much liquid can you I drink? Think That's my gotta, question. Is maybe like, we got to talk about your drinking habits now, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, are you telling me you Well, now, now, own? Nigel, that's fair play. <laughs> Let's keep it about you for now. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I, I've done that. I've, I've added to these things before, but you don't need it. That's for You don't sure. need it. So you buy the margarita mix completely. Is it a, a plastic jug gallons. or is no, it It's in a big glass jug. It's in a big mm-hmm. glass jug and it's pre-mixed. That's nice. So it's, it's dangerous nice too. For a, yeah. Yeah. I drank a whole one. You drank a whole <laughs> jug of margarita? <laughs> yeah. By yeah. yourself? Yeah, a gallon? Nobody, yeah. Nobody else was having it. You drank a gallon of margarita by yourself? No, nah. Well, it was a long barbecue. We were there for mm-hmm. several hours. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't add anything to it. No, because it's already got tequila in it. We've already established that. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what the size is on that thing. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lot, though. It's enough. And then, and then, uh, <laughs> it's enough. Yeah, it's enough. It was a pretty gluttonous day because mm-hmm. it went on sort of way late into the night, way than, more than I thought. And so there was a lot. Of, so hours. It took you hours to drink. It was a lot of beer. I also probably had about fourteen hamburgers over the course of the day too. So I think it all it all balanced out. Wow. But the next day was a little sluggish, feeling a little sluggish the next day, mostly from alcohol and I think just a ton of red meat. And I can imagine, yeah. Was that on, and so what day was that? Was that, uh, That was on Sunday. That was on Sunday. So you had Memorial Day to... That was from noon till about one in the morning. Noon till one in the morning. Man, when you go out, you really go out. See, as a a family guy now, I don't have that. that. I don't just vanish into the day like that. You can't just bring the kids to that barbecue and say, we're going soon. Keep having fun. (laughs) I've almost done this gallon of margaritas. Are you kidding me? My daughter would love to stay up until one in the morning at a yeah, barbecue. Well, she would probably love it for a while, and then she'd go insane because she'd be yeah. so tired. Yeah, it was. It was. Big. There was probably about a hundred people showed up, and it was uh, a lot of dogs just showed up. I think just random neighborhood dogs were like, "Hey, hey, what's going on? You guys cooking meat?" And where was it? It was at the beach, just over in Venice. He's, You're not he's, allowed to take your dog on the beach. Place, well, no, it wasn't on the beach. It was just at his house. At his house in Venice, yeah, it's in his yard. Like a big, he had a hundred you know, people at a house. Yeah, it was a lot of people. Who, this must be a pretty successful friend of yours. He's got a place well, that's big he's, enough for no, people. Not. <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah, he's an attorney, but he's decided to stop working and find himself. Oh, great! So, oh, well, what better barbecues. way to start than a yeah, big well, gallon yeah. of margaritas? <laughs> start off your morning with a gallon of margaritas and. Uh, uh, and a hundred hamburgers. Let's see if you can find and, yourself. Uh, just and get 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 some dogs kicking around the yard. Hey, I tell you what, you're going to figure something out. Yeah. So it was neighborhood dogs that didn't belong to people who were at the party. That's I think, and also people me. were just walking by and wondering, hey, what's going on? And there's a couple of puppies came in. Some lady was carrying a puppy around. I don't know who she was or what. But so was, people just nice came in, enough. came to the party. Yeah, there's a few people because a few times he came over and was like, "Hey, do you know?" Somebody? He's like, "I feel like I don't know some of these people." Uh-huh. It was like, "Yeah, I don't think," but whatever. It's not here having a nice time. Yeah, people sure. are being nice as long as nobody's, you know. Sure. No, nobody's bringing over their homemade fireworks. Nobody's hurting anybody. Yeah. Then, uh, which actually, that would I actually wouldn't be opposed to that either. If you had some homemade fireworks that you want to bring over. Fireworks are just good any time with you, right? I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to be the fun. 4th of July or New Year's yeah. Eve. When I was a kid, I remember loving fireworks, but they were illegal in our province. You couldn't get them. And my uncle one time brought me a big bag of fireworks. He flew out from Montreal because they were legal. Like, you could buy them out there. So he brought this big bag of fireworks. And all I remember was, I remember my dad saying, well, how'd you get those on the plane? He's like, I just carried them on. 
Like, that was back, this in, was the back day. in the day. Before there was you no, didn't really. Well, remember you know, when you didn't even have to show an ID? You just yeah. you had a ticket. It's like I have a ticket, and they wouldn't even check your name yeah. on the ticket to see if it matched you. It would just be like yeah. I have a ticket, so I'm allowed to ride on the airplane. Yeah. It's like going on the Ferris wheel or something. <laughs> I just remember it's, for some reason that snippet of the conversation sticks out my mind. He was like, well, I mean, you can't check fireworks. Like, what if something happened on any plane? He's like, Oh, I didn't put them underneath. I brought them with me. I put them up top <laughs> where they're safe. We'll put them in the uh, so I can keep an eye on them. <laughs> Everything's fine. I keep them there, have a cigarette, you know. This is why we finally had to now start searching people. It's a lot of times you're not trying to catch terrorists, you're trying to catch dumbasses. <laughs> you're just trying to catch a guy who's, who's really going to blow his nephew's Well, that mind. was back probably when you could smoke on the plane, too. Yeah, probably. Right? It'd be I like, mean, oh, I'm just having a cigarette next to my big bag of fireworks. <laughs> can you get me a, Can you get me some what more alcohol? Mean? I need more alcohol over here. Need a couple of more drinks to go with my smoke and my fireworks. more shots of vodka. There's no fireworks on the plane, sir. <laughs> I mean, no, that's where you're wrong. There actually are fireworks on the plane. No, no, no we're I, saying you're not allowed to. No, no, but I'm saying, yeah, I know. I, I'm not well, lighting them. What are we gonna do? Land right now? A couple of sparklers. A couple of sparklers <laughs> on the plane. What harm could that do? <laughs> we don't even do. Bag. We don't even do sparklers anymore. It's been a while since I've had any kind of. Home, you know, oh. home, like buy fireworks Stuff. and have them. Well, they're illegal in California, I'm pretty sure, right? I don't know. I think a lot of we places, never see it's people one of those laws that comes in and out. And I think because a lot of places, it's, it, I think it has a lot to do with, you know, you get one grass fire or something due to fireworks. Yeah, people fireworks say, you know be what? Bad we, for sh- that. we shouldn't have those. Well, I always just thought this is a bad idea to have. I mean, we already got a problem with just any idiot can drive a car. So yeah. now any idiot can light fireworks in their yard. Well, People are blowing their fingers off or hurting their children or their children yeah, I mean, are blowing their playing. fingers off. Or, Obviously, I was playing with them as a kid. They were like, all right, here's your bag of fireworks. Go go put on a show for us. And I was like, all right. <laughs> now be careful. Yeah. I got a welding glove and a, and a box of matches. Yeah, can go. I get a coffee can? <laughs> I'm going to put all the, coffee, all, the, all the fireworks in a coffee can and see what happens. And some gas. Can I use the gas? Can I use some gas? <laughs> from the lawnmower. <laughs> I'm going to light them from over here. Don't worry, I dip my sock in some gas. I'm making a yeah. long fuse. I saw it on the not internet. I saw, I saw it. Where did you see stuff? How did you I saw this on a You had to come up with I your own this ideas. On a MacGyver episode. That's how come people's imaginations nowadays are so lax because the internet, you could just watch anything you want, anytime yeah. you want. Well, did you hear, This just I just thought of this, this is a random different tangent, but that the, uh, like last week or something was the highest... Uh, in terms of air, airport security, they found the most handguns again. And they set a new record for finding handguns on planes. Like people that were going through the TSA carrying on a handgun. Loaded handguns. Like, excuse, still, excuse me, sir. Yeah, like you put your carry on through the x-ray thing and you go, hey, you have a loaded handgun in your carry Well, the only thing I would say about finding the most is, is like, what is the number that they usually 60 catch? 60-something. 60, so... Out of how many people flying in the United States? Yeah, but that's just, just not, the fact that you, there's people out there that still think you can bring a loaded handgun. I think on the most plane. of that is most of that happens because people have their bag with their gun in it, and then they're going on a trip and they forget to take their gun out. They're just like, oh yeah, there's a t-shirt and some other stuff <laughs> in the bag. That's the my yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. That's not an okay rationale. <laughs> You're just like, look, I got handguns all over the place. I'm you telling expect you. me to remember that I put a handgun in this carry-on. That's what a I'm loaded saying. Hand, I got loaded handguns everywhere. That's what I'm saying is I feel like, wake up. We're living in a... Welcome to America, <laughs> Watch Nigel. Watch out. Watch the fuck out. When you see a guy at the grocery store and he's bringing his own bags to bag of the grocery like, what is it? Oh, my hand, that's my handgun. Can you pass me that? I'm that telling fell you. Out of my I'm telling bag. you. I, it is easily the case that during the course of your day, if you're out at the grocery store and walking around and stuff, that you're, pass, you're passing within... 50 feet of someone who's carrying a handgun just because they've got a, either they got a concealed carry or they they just it makes them feel safe it's like a security thing if they feel safe <laughs> carrying their handgun around i'm surprised that more people don't get shot but yeah that's what i'm saying it's like so, me with my whoopie i'm carrying my <laughs> i'm carrying my blankie around and i feel safe i feel that what you're I calling in, that thing i keep it in the glove box of my car and when i get a little nervous in traffic i pull it out have a little snuggle Right, so some people carry around a little <laughs> wooby, and some people have a gun. Some know? people uh, fire a few shots to the sunroof. Yeah. Your, your Wait, is it legal to... Can you carry a handgun in L.A.? Or in California? Is it legal to you can't, carry concealed weapons? You have to have a concealed carry permit, and then some states have it where 
if you don't have a concealed carry permit, you can, like in Texas, you can carry it. If out. you've got a gun and a holster on your belt, <laughs> that's if you have a permit for that gun, yeah. you're you're okay. So, but because but you got no reason to mess with. That but the guy. thing is, some people just carry you. I don't think you're allowed to have if you don't have that kind of permit in California. You're not allowed to be carried around, but you are allowed to have it in a bag that you're going to the firing range. So you take right. that bag and you put it in your car and you drive to the firing range, or maybe you're going out to dinner first and you stop off, or you've got a bag you got a bag right. in the trunk of your car with a gun in it that you're going somewhere. So you're allowed to have that, and so you've got that bag with your gun in it that you go to use it to the shooting range, and, and maybe you don't have a lot of money for a lot of different yeah. bags at home. So that's your bag that you, you also go on your trip. Airport, yeah. and you're like, I gotta, I gotta get out of town this weekend. I got a bag in the no, trunk. I'll that, just throw right. some socks yeah, in there. Yeah, just throw there, some, and some other here. stuff in there, and I'll go. Oh, yeah. there's some, st- there's some stuff in there already. Well, that's great because that's my gym. That's my gun gym stuff. When I go to the gun gym, I mean, what do you do when they find the gun? Like, what then? What happens? Well, you say, oh, like, I, know I can't believe I brought the bag with the gun in it. I meant to. This is silly. And then. You probably have to go somewhere and ask, answer some questions, or or maybe they just say, you know what, take that out, lock it in your car, and then come back, and you can go or through security. Can you check it? Can you check a gun? I think you plane? can check fire. I know you can check firearms, but I think you have to you have to declare it, and then there's there's some other there's procedures. Because I know when it. I've gone through, there's a big they have a big garbage can for like coffee and water. <laughs> like if you're carrying that on, they throw. Is there a, is there a gun? I don't think there's too, a garbage pa- can for guns because guns their, are expensive. They throw their brass knuckles and their switchblades and the guns and stuff. Guns are expensive. Yeah, they catch a ton true. of people like with hammers. People are taking hammer, trying to take a hammer on the plane. You know, tools. Like, again, yeah. it's like, why do you have a hammer? Well, in, the, <laughs> in case you got to fix something yeah. on the plane. Well, it's because you got your hammer bag. That's your, oh, geez, I should have brought my well, other bag. They I'm, tried to, remember when they came up with this idea, because they banned scissors and sharp thing, and then they were like, hey, we're going to allow scissors of up to a certain length and screwdrivers and stuff like that. Like, and, they, and pocket knives for a while. And I think, kni- yeah, and pocket knives. Anything, anything, anything with a blade that's less than so many inches, they were... And it's like, why why roll up? Like, you've already got people. Yeah, this is where I'm just like, the TSA has no idea what they're doing. They, oh, well, like, there's they somebody who's lobbying them from somewhere. I, I sort of feel like, look, the the and I was listening to someone talk about this the other day. The reason that those guys could hijack the plane was not because that they had, they had weapons. They had box cutters. And they, they did kill somebody at, probably at the beginning to get attention, but the idea, the reason that they were able to hijack those planes was because the people on the plane thought, well, when you get hijacked, they just take you somewhere and it's a hassle, so you just let them do it, you put up with it, it's a pain in the ass, but then eventually we're all getting off the plane. They didn't realize, no, in, from now on, when people hijack planes, they might be flying them into something, so you have to fight for your life as soon as you see it happen. And we learned that lesson as a society in the time between the first hijacking and plane four, with which which they crashed in Pennsylvania, those people were like, "We're not going to let you crash this into something. We're going to fight you, and if the plane crashes and we all die, it's we're saving somebody we, else's life." So, yeah. so our learning curve on that was pretty quick that we figured that out. But that, that's what I would say to the TSA: It's like, look, you're trying to keep me from. It's not. It pocket knife is not what the problem is. Yeah, nut job. How about trying to catch nut jobs? No, no, I get that pocket knife isn't the issue, but the fact I'm just thinking about it in terms of the clusterfuck at the airport, in terms of, you know, because now you got a guy that's like, oh, you're only allowed to have a two inch blade, and he's like, well, it's only two and a quarter, and they're like, well, we don't know, and so now I'm behind that guy that's arguing his this this the length was, of the blade or the you know. This what was the kind of knife. I think it's this like was really just. It's just easier to be. It's just a blanket policy. You don't need a knife on the. You're on the plane. You don't need to. You're not whittling anything on the plane. This was a. Nobody's this was a quote starving. about the underpants bomber. So it's not about catching people with weapons. This is this is the underpants bomber, and this, these are some facts about him. If we can't catch a Nigerian with a powerful <laughs> explosive in his oddly feminine-looking underpants and a syringe full of acid, a man who. His own father had alerted to the U.S. Embassy in Nigeria, a traveler whose ticket was paid for in cash and who didn't check any bags, whose visa renewal had been denied by the British, who had studied Arabic in in an Al-Qaeda sanctuary in Yemen, whose name was on a counterterrorism watch list. If we can't catch that guy... Who can we catch? Like, yeah. why Why are you taking away my scissors? I yeah. mean, that's the guy who got through. No, I, mean, I agree. So, 
But I do, I do get, I, it's not like I need to carry scissors and it's not like I have to be indignant about no. that. But a lot of times the TSA acts like, hey, we're on the job and we caught, we, we're keeping we you safe. And it's like, not I don't really. think you're really keeping me safe. I think no. you're putting on a show to make it look, look like right. I'm safe. Yeah, but the reality is you can't catch a guy whose dad squealed on him who's wearing a bomb in his <laughs> underpants. You know, you don't know what you're, you're a moron. You're a moron, TSA. Well, my, I know the for fun. the most part. I wouldn't say that to their face, but a lot of time, a lot of time, I'm nice That's, to them. Yeah, I'm super I'm, nice to them too. I'm super nice, except for one time where I lost it. But they're just yeah, doing my, their job. My thing is like they're just doing their job. They're doing what somebody told really them that they have to do. That qualified. But the, the fact that's the other that, thing is, what are they getting paid? These are the people who are who are supposed to well, supposedly keeping us from. And it's not them. It's the policymakers, right? It's the guys that went, "Hey, let's put in naked body scanners." That's our first brainwave of an idea like let's look at everyone naked before they fly like really that's your that's how about now wait just, a minute now wait a minute <laughs> no no no. but like really when if, that, if has, you could if you could pay if that was a pay-per-view thing those naked body scanners like you could go on and people could watch and look for weapons online like you wouldn't know who they were but if you saw something you could push a button and would beep at the airport where that person was going through so we crowdsource it plus we have people at home you have to pay 20 bucks a month to, to watch to, to subscribe to watch that Netflix. we could solve the national debt in two seconds that's true but my feeling is is no that wait a minute guy, nigel i feel like let's pause for a second <laughs> focus just, on this genius it was a idea. brainstorm that i just did no that's true I, I totally agree that that's a really that's some good entertainment okay value. we pay per view in it. terms of in terms of security I don't think it's the way to go. My feeling was with security. I was like, you're gonna you're gonna look at people naked before you just even ask them who they are. Like that's the first line of defense. Well, that's like, the other when, thing. Well, like when you walk through the airport, everybody's got to have a passport or photo ID, and all those things are encoded with a stripe. You just swipe it, and you go, oh hey, you're on a known terrorist list. Come over here. Well, or that's the easiest. Or like for my allow- passport, it's linked to my. Like I have the government oh, here knows thing. more document. They have more. They have my eye scan, my fingerprints, my. They know everything about me and mm-hmm. so the fact that they're searching me i'm like oh, what was that thing called know? easy entry or whatever you were telling nexus her? i have a nexus pass i have a global thing i have a i'm on a visa so the government has all of my you know i already have a pass the security thing it's yeah it's yeah. stupid so i mean you can you can swipe my thing and, and know exactly who i am and everything about me and like that guy if he the underpants guy if he'd swiped his passport they'd be like oh well you're a no you're on a known list like that right. that list, they didn't even give that list of the known terrorist uh, guys to the TSA until it was like, oh, it, like two years ago or something or three years ago that they they didn't give this terrorist list the ter- to the, the people known who are supposed to catch terrorists. Yeah, Google, it. you have to look it up because I read this story and I was like, they don't even have the list of the oh known. Oh my god! Because that was under like Homeland Security, not the TSA. They're two different. So it's like no, but I thought they checking. are all together anyway. I don't know. No, no, no. But yeah, so whatever. I'm making things up now. But the, the point is, is that you should just be able to swipe somebody and go, oh hey, you were once arrested for making a pipe bomb. Maybe you should come over here and talk to us. Yeah. But instead, they're like, "Wait, let's just let's just look at your cock for a minute and see what we can figure out from that." I got no Maybe. problem with that. <laughs> let's um, just see. Look, my I got. That's why now. But this is back to why I'm driving to San Francisco. By the time this is posted, I will be back from San Francisco. But I drive up to San Francisco and back because I don't like to go to the airport. I go to the airport yeah. all the time, and I'm sick of it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a toss-up now. Like if you if you've got to fly anywhere that is. Like if it's a four to a five hour drive, it's this it's, is a six it's, hour it's, drive. But I feel like to go to the airport, easier. you gotta go. You gotta have to leave my house two hours before my flight. The flight's an hour if it goes on time because there's a fifty fifty. It can be fogged in or whatever in San Francisco. So you're at least three hours to get there. Plus pick up your bag and get into town. So you figure it's four hours, six hours. It's two more hours. But if anything goes wrong. That, that gap gets cut. Plus, yeah. instead of leaving when they say I have to leave to catch my plane, go I can leave here whenever I want. I, I'm going to wait a while. Have a co- I'm going to have another coffee or exercise. Or no, I've decided I'm going to leave early and I'm going up there. So, yeah, yeah. I would rather drive. Plus, no, it's true. It's it, it, that's what's amazing to me is that anything within yeah for me like a six hour drive is mm-hmm. it's a toss up. You're probably better just to drive just because you can't have your own. Plus, I can freedom. take my gun and all my fireworks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what up, I mean? I load up the bag full of fireworks. I bring up, I bring a few watermelons. Sometimes, just whatever, whatever. Sometimes I, I get halfway up the five. I pull over. I shoot a few rats. <laughs> I put on a fireworks show. 
People stop. They're like, hey, what are you doing? And you're just like, hey, piss off. I got a pistol. <laughs> I don't know. I'm more friendly than that. I'm taking care of some vermin. You want to take you a couple wanna, of you shots? Wanna, you want to crack a few shots at these rats? They're take, all it, over. take it easy. They were pretty close to the freeway. <laughs> Let's see if one of these rats can shoot off a firework. Yeah. <laughs> Tie a match to his little tail. See what happens. You gotta catch rats. No, we're not. We don't advocate any kind of animal cruel, cruelty. No, no. Um, you train the rats. <laughs> that takes more. Do you time. remember that Michael Jackson movie Ben, where he had the where he had the rats? He had a pet rat named Ben, and then oh. there were all these other rats that uh, that he he was sort of a lo- spooky loner, and he had this pet rat Ben, and he Michael they made Jackson? a sequel to it. Yeah, Michael Jackson was in it. Yeah, he acted in. Yeah. Yeah, this is a whole another oh. movie for movie night. We oh, could we, we could Here's watch Ben. I mean, I wonder if that's available for free on Net- now. Netflix, I guess, lost their contract with a bunch of yeah, yeah. Well, that's been happening for I think a few years. They were like, oh, we're going to lose these contracts are coming up, and I think that's why they were changing some of the rules and stuff. But is it done now? Did it happen? They lost a bunch. They of lost stuff. some stuff. They gave up their contract. I think it was with Vi- uh, Viacom. Or Viacom, I think, and then. And they had a lot of kids programming, but luckily the two things that my daughter likes is still on there. But I just bought a, uh, it hasn't come yet, but it's going to get here while I'm in, in uh, San Francisco. The, the uh, um, I, I just bought a Kindle, a Fire. Oh, yeah. See, that's what and I And I got doing. the Amazon Prime because you get that's free Amazon delivery. You get free Amazon content. Plus, I, you yeah. can, I can watch Netflix on that Kindle thing. Yeah, yeah. And so... I'm going to put all my daughter's movies on there. and, and uh, That's what I go said. To... I would get the Kindle if I was going to get a tablet. But I have the Amazon Prime already. I love it. It's the greatest. Are you watching Prime on your yeah, yeah. streaming Prime? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I watch the Prime on there. Is it different stuff than on Netflix, or do you have Netflix? Um, I gave up my Netflix because they didn't have anything good on the streaming anymore. Really? Well, I, not for me. I mean, I sort of looked, and there was not a ton of... I mean, I gave it up probably... Oh, man, like maybe a year or two ago. I was just like, eh, because I used to get the DVDs and the streaming, and then they switched that thing. Hey, it's the phone call. Hey, the phone call. I wonder who it is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's not. I don't think I can answer, because what if it it was an important one? But I was hoping the phone would ring, and I know we're kind of coming to the... (laughs) Are we getting to the end? Coming to the end of our... Um, Yeah, I think... uh, uh, Yeah, I I like the Amazon, because there's, there's... I feel like there's lots of content on there and stuff. And uh-huh. I feel like it changes over, too. And the Netflix was sort of... Yeah, it wasn't like the DVDs I just found to be a pain because I would get one or two and then I'd go out of town and then it's like you never finish watching where you forget to send them back and they... Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like... I just I like the streaming better because I, the streaming, you get it on your phone. You well, the streaming is great if they have everything, but I, I found that uh, yeah. the DVDs, I still need to use the DVDs for some stuff. But Yeah, uh, I slowly faded out my Netflix. It went from, I was like, you know what, I don't need the DVDs anymore because I, it's just more of a hassle than mm-hmm. it never really mm-hmm. works out for me. No, I went to the streaming. I was like, I love the streaming, but then all of a sudden a lot, there was a bunch of content missing, and I was like, ah, yeah, it goes up and down. Good. So and anyway, Amazon, I'm... Amazon Prime, love it. I'm doing both right Real now, nice. so but I'm considering getting rid of the uh, Netflix. Netflix because Amazon. Yeah. Plus, you get the free delivery of your stuff from Amazon. Yeah, it's it hard it. not to buy stuff on Amazon. Oh, Have you so noticed? Convenient. I mean, it's if somebody so tells you about something, so then you go on Amazon, you see what it costs, and you go, "Hey, put that on my wish list." And then pretty soon you decide, "Oh, now I'm going to buy something." And then you go through your wish yeah. list and go, "Now I'm going to buy a lot of things." I think. Yeah. And have them send them to me. Well, a lot of stuff. It's good deals. There's a mm-hmm. lot of great deals on there. Yeah. That it's it's the same or sometimes cheaper than going and buying it at the store, and it just shows up right at your house. Yeah. Yeah, well, that is a nice thing. You just get it right there. Like, I had, and it's fast. With Amazon Prime, it's so fast. Like Two I days, forgot. right? Oh, I had, I, um, I realized I left a cable somewhere, and so when I got home, I was like, oh, I don't have the cable. And I was just like, I was busy, and every time I was like, I got on Amazon Prime. Ordered the cable. It comes it was like your five, thing, it was like before your battery goes dead. What, it was like a third of what it cost if I like went uh-huh. to Best Buy. I was like, I don't want to drive all the way over to Fry's or Best Buy or whatever to get this stupid cable. So I ordered it, and it was there the next day. I got it the next day. So I'm like, it was fast. It was faster than even I wouldn't have been able to go to the store and pick it up that yeah. fast. I don't yeah. know how that happened. It was just cable. I wonder, maybe something's going to show up today that I ordered yesterday. What if yeah, some happened? of the stuff is like uh, incredible. They say fast. it's two day delivery. They guarantee two, but so it could show up in one, is what you're talking about. Yeah, mine showed up next day. Man. For that for that particular item. So we were talking about that documentary, The uh, speaking of movies, the um, 
the Versailles, Queen of Versailles. Oh, yeah, the Queen of Versailles. Yeah. That's streaming on Netflix. So is it? oh, it was well, let's do it. What we could do is we could go get some lunch. We could watch the movie, and we could maybe do that for a little talk about that movie a little bit at the end of this podcast. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. All right. Let's, let's do it. it. Okay. Do you want a high five? Yeah. High five. High five, Amazon. And then we did just that, ladies and gentlemen. We watched that movie, and it was kind of long. But we watched it. My wife came in in the middle and had a little conversation, which I'm saving for the end of the show, because <laughs> guess what? That movie bummed us out. Are we back? Yeah. Holy, so Holy shit, was that depressing. <laughs> yeah, the Queen of Versailles. <laughs> Man, it's, that's going to bring you down. It starts, feel good movie. it starts off being a movie where you can feel good about uh, laughing at stupid rich people and the stupid things that they spend their money on and how yeah. a 74-year-old man married to a 44-year-old lady, you know, it's did like... we set it up at all about what it's about? Did we? Do I don't think we did. Or? It's about uh, some rich people. Yeah, it's about some rich people. This guy that owns a big-time share business and he's building the biggest house in America and he's married to a woman who's 30 years younger than him and they have, what, seven kids or something? Yeah. That are all tiny. And, uh, under 12. Under 12, and he's 74. He's 74, he's got seven kids under 12, made all his money in the timeshare business, and he's got this wife who's 30 years younger than him, and she was former Miss Mrs. America or Mrs. Mrs. Florida or Mrs. something, Florida I don't know, and she has yeah. got... I think she could have married a guy 30 years older than her with boobs half that big, but she has these... She's got giant tits. They're literally. Ju- I mean, every, almost every scene that she's in, your first thought is, "Man, those are huge tits." She's wearing like, a low cut thing in every in every shot in the doc. It's a documentary, focus. right? So yeah, it's a documentary, and they go back to visit her old neighborhood, and she's like, "Come on, I want, I want you to see where I grew up," and it's like your tits are in the way. Nobody can see where you grew up. But that's before it even. That's when it starts <laughs> to get sad. You know, at the beginning, you're just laughing at her, and he's talking about how yeah. he helped George W. Bush get elected, and but he doesn't want to talk about it because. It might not. It might. He goes. It might not necessarily be legal. (laughs) Like okay. Yeah. So it's definitely illegal. You definitely, which is hard to believe that Bush would have gotten uh, elected based on some kind of illegal activity. Seems like it. But he's building this. He's building a ninety thousand square foot house, the biggest house in America. His current house is twenty six thousand square feet. He currently has seventeen bathrooms. He wants to upgrade to thirty. Thirty bathrooms, because you know seventeen isn't that many. But then, then the financial crisis hits. He's got seven kids. He does have seven kids, so he can have all of his kids, and he and his in his current house, all of his kids can go to the bathroom, and he and his wife. That's still nine people. He's still got eight free bathrooms. But if you have guests over and everybody right. has to pee at the same time, and you're he in did, a crisis situation. And he did have 20-something house people working. Anyway, yeah. so the financial crisis happens, and he's also got this giant timeshare project in Vegas that's yeah. super deluxe. And then the financial crisis happens, and no one can borrow money, so no one can borrow, buy his timeshares, and he can't pay house, his mortgage. I mean, the house that he's building is so ridiculous. I mean, they show this house, and it's just this, it's got an ice rink. It's got ten kitchens. Ten kitchens. Like, the bathroom alone seems, you know, the bathroom's like, that's a little silly. But ten I know, so, but it, start, it starts off like it's you're, just, like, I don't know if I would tell people to watch it or not, because it starts off... You're people, sort of laughing at these people. Yeah, you're laughing at them, and then it just takes this turn south that is so, oh, it's just sad. And he gets cranky with his, you know, he's got it made. He's got a wife who's 30 years younger than him with these giant boobs, and he's rich. All he has to do is, you know, just wake up. <laughs> he's got the biggest tits. He's got the biggest pair of tits in the world. Yeah, for in his age range. For fun. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to make it sexisty, but it, it's just as like they find a way to be miserable. And then, well the, well, the opening, I think the opening, when she comes in, she's they're like, you know, describe your relationship. And she's like, I just wanted someone to love me. And he said, just trust me. And so we'll see. That yeah. was her opening. I mean, that was sort of her opening statement of their relationship. And then at the end, of course, at the end, when he starts going broke and the wheels start falling off, he's just like, no, I don't want to kiss you. You're old and gross. I want two 20-year-olds. And you're just like, no, no he didn't say that. He was mad at her because she went to get that laser skin thing because he was like, I don't, I didn't, you don't have to do that. 
That's but anyway, well, anyway yeah. It whatever. just is He's like once man. they start having financial <laughs> problems, and then they're not even really. I think what they had to do was just sell this resort, and then they still could keep their house and still could do all the things they want. It was like it's the weirdest thing. But by the at the end, you're so you feel bad for them. You feel just like oh, their life really, is miserable, and this is sad. And I didn't feel bad for them. I just you didn't. I just found them disgusting. In a way, like their their gluttonous lifestyle led to this, and then the whole way they're like they accept no responsibility. They're just like the banks are doing this to us. Yeah, which kind of like I get that. I mean, I've you know if if, if you're just a guy and you get your first credit card and you max it out, and you're like, oh, I can't make these payments, and the bank's like, hey, why don't we just up your limit? And then you go buy us more stuff, and you're like, okay, and you keep doing that, and they keep up in the interest. And then all of a sudden, you're like. I now I have ten thousand dollars in debt, and I work in a donut shop, and there's no way I can cover this. It's sort of like the bank did is at fault there, but also this guy didn't know what he was doing either. So he's kind of I, this, yeah. this guy. I feel like th- that just happened on a huge scale, which happens to a lot of people. You take on too much debt. This just happened on a massive, mass scale. But this right. was a guy who knew better, who was trying to work the system, and then the banks were, you know, the, unfortunately there was a little correction in the economy, pretty major. A little correction, correction. major. Pretty major. It correction. was terrible, but and, uh, yeah, and oh, he got just... caught. And it, but he refused to. It's like an ego thing too, where like they said, he could have sold the Vegas property, and that would have bailed him out. And the banks would have. But let I mean, him you think you years. sort of think on the surface that uh, oh, this is going to be great because I'm going to watch something bad happen to some rich people, so I'll see them have a hard time, just like all the less fortunate people have a hard time. And this is going to make me. I'm going to. Uh, it's going to be okay. I'm just going to laugh at uh, the poor, stupid, rich people. But I found that the movie kind of made me, but just bummed me out. It was. Yeah. I was bummed out at the. I end. mean, what bummed me out the most was their nannies. Like when they would talk to the staff that's close to them, the, the staff that's basically raising their children. Mm-hmm. And this one woman who's raising their kids, and she's like, "I have a, I have a son back in the Philippines who I last saw when he was seven. He's now 26. She hasn't seen him." Yeah, for, for so all these she, years. And she's yeah. just trying to save money and get back. They show the room that she lives in this house, and it's, it's smaller than his closet. Like, it's so she tiny. Lives, she lives in the tiny... I'm like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Like, you, you can't fly that kid over or, like, just be like, hey, how much money does it take to buy a house in the Philippines and take care of that kid? Nothing. Like, probably, like, a couple thousand bucks. Yeah, they were, over they, were, they were pretty penny-pinchery before I mean, the, the bad things happened. With the people happened, that are raising they? your kids, and this woman's like, I love these children like my own children because I don't have my own children here with me and she starts she's like they tell me they love me and she starts crying and she's like and I love them too and it's just like who the fuck are these people you're, you're horrible like the fact that they probably don't even know that they probably don't even know that she has family back in the Philippines or, or if they do know it, they don't give a shit obviously all I can say is thank God Belinda stopped by <laughs> and then interjected some <laughs> interjected some fun yeah. into this week's episode. Anyway, so Anyways, yeah. um, that's uh, that is uh, the Queen of Versailles yeah. now. So and they also ate a lot of McDonald's do, and they bought lottery tickets. They still. didn't eat that. Yeah, they didn't they eat really that well for rich people. It was unbelievable how they were ordering McDuggets and Mc, Mc, McDonald's. For, it's just yeah, for being 50, rich. Like, rich order, people are eating this. Saying, let's order 50, 50 McNuggets. McNuggets while they were at the beauty shop. And who wants Big Macs? And then it was like yeah. a bunch more Big Macs with the kids. I was just like, Jesus, I mean, I've had some gluttonous uh, bent. I mean, I told you about the barbecue. I went to that's I this mean, episode. This is, that happened this episode. Yeah, but I was I was impaired. I didn't know any better. I didn't <laughs> you know that I should eat cheeseburgers and somebody, drank a gallon of margaritas. <laughs> so look who's talking. I was Nigel. terrible. I was yeah, but I'm not rich. That, that was that was my only release. If yeah, I had a private jet, I would not be behaving in that. <laughs> Poor man's Memorial Day. <laughs> so anyway, let's just yeah. let's wrap it up. How many? So Queen of Versailles. That's the movie. How many how bathrooms? Many, how many bathrooms do you give it? <laughs> Out of ten bathrooms. <laughs> Let's say out of 30, 30 bathrooms was the house that they were going to upgrade to. How many bathrooms do you give this movie out of 30 bathrooms? With 30 being the maximum bathrooms, and 30 also, let's be clear, the more bathrooms, the better the movie. Are How many clean bathrooms? bathrooms or dirty bathrooms? They're clean bathrooms. I 30 bathrooms. To, I have to say also, when the wheels started falling off, their house went to shit. I mean, they were the most disgusting people. Well, because they had to fire all the people who were cleaning the house, and I they know, didn't know. It's, it's, like, like, it's like typical how, rich people. They don't know how to do anything. They don't know how to clean their no, own house. She knew how, because she and they was had a regular door. person. They had the dog was job. The dog was shitting all over the rugs. Mm. They were stepping in the own dog shit and tracking it through the house. I mean, Nigel, we're trying to get out of here. We're trying to get out of here right now. I can't. I can't get out of here. There's too much more to say. You did not like the movie. I didn't really like it, but it's it's sort of interesting watching. uh, I mean, it's sort of a fascinating look at the at that. 
Okay. Particular time in the economy. Zero to ten bathrooms. How many bathrooms? Zero to ten bathrooms. We're down to ten now. Yeah, just to make keep it simple. Just to keep just, it simple. Just like. Uh, I'd, I'd say four bathrooms. Four bathrooms. Ten. I'm the same. I, I would say maybe four. Maybe I, I could. You could maybe make an argument for five bathrooms. I was going to say I could kick it up to five. Maybe, but that's it, maximum. If you're, but, but because it is kind of. It it's is, also, her boobs are pretty entertaining through most of it. I mean, every 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 scene she walks into, you're like, man, she's got huge. But it's one of those things where <laughs> I've got better things to do with my my life than spend an hour and forty minutes. If this wasn't for the podcast, I don't think yeah. I, I might have bailed before the end of the movie. Yeah, it was too long. It was a little bit long too. Okay, they could have shortened it down. So, so Queen of Versailles with four. Queen of Versailles, four bathrooms. Give it a pass. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, or fast forward through it. Like skip through it. Uh, <laughs> see some. See somebody stepping a piece of dog shit in their own house and uh, watch watch some huge. Yeah, tits. just and get a six pack a, of McNuggets, and when that's done, see a grumpy old man who will not stop talking about people leaving the lights on in his in his uh, thirty bathroom home. <laughs> Yeah, he and really it's streaming on Netflix. He, that's he the really other beauty. He hates it when people leave the lights on. He does, and who doesn't? But you know, that's how you lose, like uh, you know, however many billions of dollars he lost. Okay. Are you talking? Yeah, it's oh, on. Yeah, I turned yeah. it on just for you, honey. Just for you, because you wanted uh, to come we, in. We need the we need the energy and the injection of you. Boom! Yeah, it's oh, my wife, everybody. Hi! <laughs> I am here. What, okay, hello. What are you watching? It's what called you? The Queen of Versailles, and uh-huh. it's about this woman who... Oh, it's boring. Oh, it's not really boring. <laughs> <laughs> you you oh, would love it. Point counterpoint. Her husband, yes. is, her husband is 74. He made all this money doing selling timeshares. She's 44. There's 30 years difference between them. And they were building the biggest house in America when the market crashed, the real estate market, and now they're having to sell everything off. And she's like and they really can't cutting. Get anything for it. They can't sell anything, and they're having to cut expenses. She, she had to get off this plane with her kids, and it's like, hey, how, how do you. It's like to the Hertz rental car. What, how's it feel flying commercial? For the first time, the oh. kids had never flown commercial. Before. Oh, they never yeah, the got on. Like, they never got on the plane the and kids not were turned like, left. Why are all these people on our plane? It's great because it's about it's about. Oh rich well, people. I'll tell you what I thought when I looked over and I saw the Queen of Versailles. I was like, oh, it's some French art film. <laughs> yeah, Nigel, are in, <laughs> Nigel and I are in here watching a French art film. Which is that really what you thought was happening? Yeah, I was like, oh, these two boofters are out here watching some. We're, and then when I turned around and looked at the picture, I'm like, oh, it's so seventies. It must be terrible. We're just about to powder our wigs and do the second half. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're having a hopefully Isabella Gianni is coming on. How's my rouge? Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. Just get a bit. Out. Where's your beauty spot? Where's your pockmarked? You know. Yeah. We're gonna have a cotillion later, and then uh, I'm gonna assassinate Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to the guillotine. Fantastic. Yeah. With a letter out now. Uh, no, I think guillotine. We're doing yeah. the guillotine. Oh, really? Guillotine? Oh, well, let, make sure Fanula, Fanula and I are back for that, because that would be a pretty great. <laughs> she finale. loved it. Yeah, that's one She'd thing. Love I wanna, to see. <laughs> that's a fun thing. You want to you be the one that gets to pull the cord. Yeah, yeah, I'd exactly. love to have She's my She's doing daughter. some knitting right now, a little Peggy Square for a friend of ours who's having a baby, and it'd be so nice if she could knit that row. She's quite a slow knitter, so make sure the blade comes down really slowly. Yeah. We're the women used have, to watch. We're not going to have our children witnessing executions, no, beheadings. Could, I feel like that's one of the good the, things. The, the, the you are so square. Because of the box that my head falls into. Yeah, And it could say, "I really liked you, Nigel." There could be a little note. Should we you sort of fall into it? Going, "Oh, look, Fanula loved me. It was just her fucking father." Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to do too many. Well, you could swear, but you did swear for Storm last week. Yeah, no, I've got to stop all the ifing and blinding. Yeah, it's good because we weren't swearing at all. So it's good no. to have a. What's blinding? What does that mean? Uh, if and blinding is when you say fucking, fucking lots of bloodies. Bloody uh, hell, bloody oh, this, bloody, bloody that. Well, we don't, the people in America, we don't know that bloody is even anything dirty. We think that's just yeah. bloody. You're allowed to say bloody. Yeah, You're allowed to yeah. say wanker, which they freak out if you say and wanker fan, on the like radio. Fanny is, yeah, fanny. Fanny's fine. Yeah. Faggot? Fanny. We say a lot of faggot. Fags. Yeah. Yeah, well, we fags, 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 because they're cigarettes. Cigarettes, right. Fags. Fags are cigarettes, fags. Have a fag and then wank on your fanny. That is super dirty. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hello. Oh, come on. We're saying, wank, we, no, wank we're on your fanny and then have a fag. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had the order wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you like a fag with your fag? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, but l- bloody is from by our lady, and by our li- that's the Jesus's mum was our lady. And then when you say by our lady, that means you go by our lady, but I'm bloody. And well, then what does so it mean nasty- to say by our lady though? It's a, it's a, you're taking her name in vain. It's a swearing thing that sort of oh, what, to you say, know. It's uh, like yeah. saying oh god. 
Yeah. Oh, God, you yeah. fucking wanker. <laughs> <laughs> oopsie, oopsie. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I have got so many really uh, religious people listening to this now that are going to be completely. I know your viewers are going to be. Oh no, they don't. No, they're not. I saw on the internet the other day. Sorry, viewers. I mean, people, podcast (laughs) listeners. Yeah, they can't see us. Right? They might have a picture of you that they maybe. Did the Chinese make this recording device? Because they might be able to see. Yeah, they're probably watching us while they're doing that. Oh, did you hear what they planted bugs and all of the? What do the Chinese do? Apparently, they put bugs in all of our the American military equipment. They're spying on. I can't believe that we've got the Chinese are making like, our military making? equipment. Well, the Chinese why are they are, making? They're the biggest spying people in the world. They're spying on everything. Well, it's not, I, I don't feel story. like it's right to generalize about one and a half billion people. I mean, there might be a oh, couple I, of good well, guys. There's a couple over there that are really good at it. Yeah. We no, but there's a couple of nice guys. Yeah, there's, there's the a few guys over there. The government loves to do... That's, that's how they're... You know. I think there's a bunch of nice Chinese people. There may be more... Did you know that there's more people... I didn't say that spies people, aren't nice. There's think, more people learning English. people, too, though. Yeah, they're spying on us, and the, and the English have cameras everywhere. <laughs> they have cameras. They have the fam- cameras in their fanny packs. We're, no. all just, we're all just a bunch of creepy neighbors. Everybody's peeking over. Everybody the wants everybody to see. Everybody, everybody wants else. to know what everyone else everybody's, is doing. And everybody's trying to look in the window. Yeah, what kind of underwear they've got on? <laughs> That's my biggest question. <laughs> what kind of underwear do you have on? What would you most like to ask the president? To <laughs> stop the Keystone XL pipeline. I know you guys. You've you got to know. But I was just saying, what kind of underwear do you have on? I yeah. think that's a better What do you question. most want to know about yeah. China? What are you wearing? What's the underwear like? I don't think they're going to stop the Keystone XL pipeline now. I think they're going to go ahead and do it. I think they're going to do it. I don't know. What do I know? They better not, man. Anyway, I think we've drifted off Okay, We've drifted a little bit off I've been tweeting on that today. That's been my tweeter. You've been tweeting it up? Yeah, about the Keystone XL. Yeah, it's XL Pipeline. Okay. Anyway, this is, oh, but you might be pro it because you're Canadian and I'm a New Zealander, so it might be Commonwealth against it Commonwealth. Might be, well, I don't know. I'm not really pro it, but it's going to go, I feel like, why give it away? If it's a natural resource, why not develop it and sell it yourself, use it yourself? Yeah, Nigel wants to keep away. the uh, oil in Canada. He doesn't want to pipe it down here. Yeah, you keep it in Canada. I am begging you, Nigel. Keep it in Canada. I am begging you. Sort of giving away raw materials that. That's what I'd like you to do. But then again, I feel. Jake's giving us a look like well, he doesn't like what we're talking about right now. No, I don't mind what you're talking about. We're I'm just saying we're kind of we're trying to review a movie. You're trying. You got to get out <laughs> no, of here. Oh, and yeah. and now I've got to go. Hey, 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 hey! What are you, excuse me. <laughs> but what about the pipeline? <laughs> we're leaving everyone hanging. No, you take the pipeline, guys. You take responsibility for it. You keep it in Canada, and then me. I don't think it's going to stay in Canada. They're going to ship it somewhere. Yeah, it's going to China. Other people, but need I, yeah, it's, it's Canada. Yeah. There's only like ten of us up. There. There. We don't need all Yeah, that. yeah. Drive safely out there while you're using our precious fossil fuel resources. Okay? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you look like you were getting ready, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, getting ready to crap your pants over there. No, no, I was going to punch you in the face, but I decided to get. No, I know. I should, not, I should be biking with a little trainer with three kids down Venice Boulevard to their circus class so they don't get killed in aerial arts. <laughs> their you know, circus so. class. Now who's a rich lady? Aerial arts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, dr- I'm the driver. I'm the driver. Jake, well, I'm probably going to end yeah. the podcast here because if there's a circus class going on, I'm probably going <laughs> to go yeah, to the circus. I'm going to jump yeah. in the car. They yeah, who cares about the Queen of Versailles, <laughs> that friggin' noto. So yeah. she she was totally nouveau riche. She only flew first class, and now and she, she has the biggest pair of fake boobs. As you, you as you probably life. have to get if you got a thirty year, your husband's you, thirty years older than you. He goes here, put these boobs on him. Let's talk about it. <laughs> put these, yeah, put them on. Just there put these fake one. boobs on anywhere on your head on your. Yeah. Bye, you guys. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you better. <laughs> Uh, quality guest appearance. Quality, quality guest spot. Ah, my wife. I think I'll keep her. Yeah, she's uh, she's always good. You know, it, this is a tiny room, and she always comes in at, at performance level uh, for the the Royal Opera House or something. She really, she gives it her all. And I, I'm, I'm really sorry that uh, you didn't get to hear her sing this week. But we had a good time. Queen of Versailles, nobody liked it. 
nobody likes it, but you can watch it. I mean, there's a, there's a couple of funny things in it, but it's pretty long for what you got to go through to get to get to those things. Um, what else did I do? I watched. I, then after that, this movie came on. Uh, I think it was called Happiness, and I watched that on Netflix just to kind of cleanse my palate after Nigel had left, and I was in here all by myself. I was trying to get happy, and then they were talking about the uh, hedonic treadmill. Uh, which which is where you adapt to whatever level of um, prosperity you have, and you then you always aspire to the next level. So you never really become happy because you keep wanting more things beyond what you already had. You think, oh, if I just get this, I'm going to be happy, and then you get it, and you realize now there's another thing that I want. And boy, I think we all know that that can happen to us in the real world. So you got to be you got to try and really enjoy the things that you're getting <laughs> with this podcast. This is it. I mean, I'm try I am really you you've got to believe that I'm always trying to take it up a notch and uh, that's that's where we're this is where we're at. Um we're all doing our best. So uh so let's try and enjoy what we're getting this week. Let's it's not about getting what you want, it's about wanting what you get. Hmm. How about that? You can almost just switch words around like that and make everything seem sound wise. But uh, I thank you for listening. I look forward to seeing you in person uh, at uh, one of my little comedy shows or maybe even down at the corner place where I get coffee near my house. It might be creepy if you just showed up out of the blue, but you could send me a tweet and let me know that that's what you're trying to do. Um, have a great week. I'll have a great week. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. I'm going to Tampa. That's going to be fun. It's probably going to be hot, hot, hot in Tampa. Um, so come on out to the show and let's uh, let's do something cool. So it's lights out time for us, Nige. That's it. Thank you. You want another Thanks, high guys. five? Should we close yeah, this let's out with a high, high five? Boom! Yeah. Oh.